indeed. We're here. We're live and we're talking sports. Um, I forgot to mention earlier that um, the uh, Frank Lachek died this past weekend. He made his bones pretty much with the uh, Houston Ten- Oilers, Tennessee Titans, same franchise. And uh, before that, though, he played for the Redskins for a couple of years uh, back in the early 90s. Yeah, but he made his bones, as I mentioned, with the uh, with the uh, Houston Oilers slash Titans. And only 52 years old, fell in his head. And that was that. Uh, Reggie, good morning, Hoss. What do you got for me there, Moose? Dean of Sports Talk Radio. Look at me. 30 or 40 years, young man. Coming well, up on. It'll be thir- 32 in January. All right. All right. Congratulations on the new year coming up and yeah. doing a great job. I-, I think the Ravens are still partying after that punt return yesterday. What are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's 1999 <laughs> twice. It's like the whole year went through and it went back to 1999 for two years. That was a second string punt returner. Mm, mm, mm. Man, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Man, I couldn't right. believe it. Yes, after indeed. Have the Ravens ever had a losing season? I'm sure in the beginning they did. Yeah, the first few years they came down from Cleveland. Art Modell yeah. moved the team and changed the name and all that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I can look it up uh, and, and tell you what the uh, you know the Baltimore Ravens years. You know, yeah. So. Because if you look at the organization up '95 and the DMV, then further down. 460 and 95, and as you call it, the Mixon Bowl. God, nightmares driving on the roads. Lord have mercy. I mean, they're good, and they've been good. Ozzie Newsom was the longtime GM there, and he did a great job. I think he's retired, and uh, Harbaugh's done a very good job uh, there as well. Uh, Let's see. um, They've got uh, 243 wins. And 190 losses, 96 through 2022. So now it's 253. And uh, what do they have? How many losses does Baltimore have? Three. Two, 253 and 193. All time postseason record 16 and 12. Uh, as far as a losing record goes, Reginald, uh, when they got there yeah. in 96, 4 and 12, 6, 9 and 1, 6 and 10. In 99, they went 8 and 8. And then in '02 they went seven and nine, '05 six and ten, and then thirteen uh-huh. and three, five and eleven and '07 Reginald, and five and eleven and fifteen. So they've had losing seasons, but the last losing yeah. season was 2015. I think the last <laughs> Washington winning season was 16. <laughs> They're only 40 freaking miles apart. You think some of that karma would go down the Baltimore Washington Parkway, wouldn't you? You think a little bit of that freaking karma would move that way, but no. They stink. Yeah, well, no, Danny, Danny boy, you can thank him for his brilliant decision. I ain't going to thank him for anything. I'm not going to thank him for a damn thing. Uh, other than he sold the team, but with $6 billion before taxes and what he owed people, yeah, I'm not going to thank him for that because he's probably sitting on $2 billion on a yacht somewhere in the Mediterranean, and you and I are not. Yeah. You got that right. Him and Jerry Jones side by side, selling the sea. <laughs> Jerry Jones is, right. Jerry Jones is uh, 
doing well in Dallas. They now are the leader in the division. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. But again, come playoff time, we know that's that that's ship was thing. Well, we'll so, see. Yeah. We'll see. If they, if they get home <laughs> games, they'll be fine. When they got to go on the road, they might have a little issue. Uh, yeah, like, like Stephen A. Smith said, just be patient. Just wait. Just wait. Just be patient. <laughs> the time is coming. Be patient. Yeah. But getting back to the KC, um, it seems like Mahomes uh, – Kind of went off after the game. Yeah, he didn't like the call, but you know he he and uh, Reed both. And here's the deal, guys: you can't call it any different in the last minute than you do in the first minute. And and people do that in basketball. Referees will swallow their whistle in the last minute of basketball. I think our friend John Avery's kind of in favor of that. Let him play well. That way, he says you don't affect the outcome. Well, if you're not calling a hack on somebody that puts them at the line down by one with three seconds to go and two shots, you are changing the outs the outcome of the game. Either way, if you call or don't call, you're going to. But the player is the one that's affecting the outcome of the game. The referee's just calling what he's seeing. Now, I'm not backing up referees because I think in the NFL they're absolutely horrible. Horrible. But they made the right call there for the bovines because the guy's foot was right there with the ball. It's like, wake up, man. Take, you know, take a half a step backwards and you win the game. Don't blame the refs. They made the call on what was correct. Blame the stupid yeah. wide receiver who, you know, must have crooked eyeballs. I don't know. Oh, that's why I say KC can lie and cheat and do anything they want, but they miss Eric Bannerman. I'll say it, point blank. The way he was yelling and screaming at players during the summer camp and beginning of the year, you see those uh, receivers for KC logging, gagging, and half ass doing things. I mean, half <laughs> doing things. Sorry, that slipped off. That's all right. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Mama, forgive me. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> but right. you just look, just look at it. They're so casual about doing things, and they can say what they want to say, but they miss Eric Benjamin cussing them out, yelling at him, and unfortunately, he's going to be packing his bags at the end of the year. He needs to go up to Pittsburgh and get that offense together. God, Mike Tomlin catches some heat now. Right, but it's a ridiculous offense the way they're doing things. I know. Man. All right, we gotta get another. We need to get another caller on waiting before we get to a pause. All so, right, young but man. Always good to hear from <laughs> oh, you because you know why you tell it like it is. Well, you told me that a long time ago. Oh, and Holland Springs, great season. Coach Longo Johnson yeah. moved up the competition. Just gear it up, lock it down, and get ready to make a move again next year. Well, there you I'm go. All right, partner. Thank you. Appreciate that. All yeah. Right, let's get to Espo. Espo, what do you got, Hoss? I sent your congratulations to uh, Coach Kelly for his kid winning the Heisman in a walk, by the way. Oh. <laughs> you sent him a what? A, your congratulations. Yeah. I know I, yeah, yeah Jaden Daniels, a kid. I tell you, you watch him play, and he is something special. Special. I watched him all year. He was fabulous last year, but this year was another gear. They needed him. The defense was atrocious. But, well, what an offense. Yeah. Good as I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I, mean, I, I agree. I mean, he. I watched him, you know, against Alabama the same time that uh, Washington was playing Southern Cal. And I tell you what, those two games and those four quarterbacks lit the lamp. I mean, they were just – it was stupendous. By the time those two games were done – uh, there was over 2,000 yards in uh, in total yards in those two games. They both had over 1,000. It was a combined over 2,000, and they passed the ball like it was a stroll in the park. I mean, it was fun. That Saturday, November 4th, was just fun to watch. 
Well, and that kid did it in three quarters yeah. before that cheap shot. Yeah, he, he took, did it in know, three quarters. Yes, amazing. he did. Yes, he yeah. did. And he, he had, got he, hurt in the third. He had like numbers as all those that played in four. Yep. Oh, uh, listen, he, uh, I could see at the beginning of the year he was something else. And Malik Neighbors is just a fabulous receiver too. But uh, he, he was he, he was he accounted for a lot of those close wins because their defense couldn't stop anybody. Yeah. He he had he had to score 40, 40 45 points a game. He's something special. So anyway, yeah, you hey, got the Heisman. For all those people who hate the portal, it's worth remembering that two of the last five Heisman Trophy winners were quarterbacks who came and were not playing at their previous school and ended up playing and winning the Heisman Trophy for their for their school. Burrow and, uh, and Daniels. Burrow, Daniels, and Williams all played somewhere else, all three of them. And, that's right, Williams too, yeah. exactly right. Three of the last so, five. But, yeah. Three of the last five. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just showed you that the portal's a good thing. It gets kids well, who wouldn't be playing. Uh, wait a minute. Well, right? let me let me say this. Burrow didn't get in the portal. He just transferred and sat out because right. they didn't have the portal in 19. Left. So two of the last four. Yeah, but he's he still allowed to transfer. Right? Yeah, he transferred and sat out. You got that one-time deal, I think. Yeah. Didn't Baker Mayfield play somewhere before he moved to Oklahoma? I don't think so. I, I don't know. I don't remember. Oklahoma kid. Maybe so. I'm not sure of that. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's, like I said, uh, why people don't like the portal, I'll never know. I mean, these kids would have been on the bench. I mean, and Burrow was on the bench. Uh, Daniel was. The, the, they were in an uproar. They were trying to get him to the bench. How but many? It just shows you the difference in coaching and difference in system. You got to give kids chances. You, know? you got to give them a chance to play. How many? How many players that win the Heisman uh, actually? Do well in the pros. Go back to 2000, and I'm going to go up the ladder. Winky, uh, well, excuse me, Chris Winky, Florida State. No, Couch, Winky. Couch, Winky. No, Carson Palmer, and 50-50. Jason yeah. White. No, no, nothing there. He didn't do anything. Matt Liner, nothing. Reggie Bush was very average. Troy Smith, he didn't. He didn't do anything. Uh, Tim Tebow, nothing. Mark Ingram, uh, he did okay. Cam Newton did well. Griffin Mizell, yeah. nothing. Winston, uh, average. Mariota, average at best. Henry, good. Jackson, Lamar Jackson, very, very good. Baker Mayfield, okay. Absolutely. Kyler Murray. Uh, he's been done okay. Burrow outstanding. Okay. Devonta Smith very good. Bryce Young Alabama. Eh, 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 start the engine. Not, not yet. And we don't know about yeah. Caleb Williams and Jason Davis. But out of those, what 23, 24 names? About about seven were any good. In other words, the Heisman Trophy is not guarantee of a future uh, excellence. It just uh, oh, doesn't no. translate from college to pro. You there? Coach, you get a new system. Yeah. Yeah, you can hear me. Yeah. You get a new coach, you get a new system. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It, people succeed in, in settings. They don't succeed individually. They yeah. Not in a team game anyway. Golf now is different. But, you know, if you get the wrong system, I don't care who you are, you're not going to succeed. Danny Werfel, Rashad Salam, Charlie Ward played basketball, Gino Tourette Syndrome, Desmond Howard did okay. Not great. He was a Super Bowl MVP because of kick returns. Uh, Detmer didn't do anything. Andre Ware didn't do anything. Tim Brown and Barry Sanders did. Anyway, you just go through the list and you just see less than half succeed in the NFL. That's probably better than, you know, half of any other group of college athletes you pick. I mean, that's still pretty good. They're supposed to be the Uh, best in the land. Yeah, and you're playing not, not only the best in the land, the best over the last five to ten years. 
So you got to compete with them too, not just your class, but everybody else who's yeah. got experience. So yeah. it's listen, it's, it's a real weaning process. The NFL ain't no but, question but, about but, that. Like Reggie said, <laughs> Reggie Reggie hit it. They're not even hustling out there. I'm watching the game <laughs> yesterday, and I'm <laughs> trotting down the field. I mean, it, nobody's killed themselves. Believe me. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah. If the NFL doesn't do something about the referees, they're going to start losing people. Even though I read an article yesterday, they're the, still the most favorite sport in all the all the land. The ratings are up. Oh, you yeah. know, God's giving them cheesecake for lunch every day. I mean, you know, it's 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 just you watch it, and you go, come on, you got to, be, you know, it's the John McEnroe. You cannot be serious. You know, well, they're they're wonderful because of, what's what's their competition? I mean. It should be their own self, police themselves. They should they should care about what they you know, what they do on the field because people can see these blown calls, especially passing. I mean, passing well, pass interference is, is probably I didn't see terrible calls yesterday. Oh, I, yeah, calls. I did. I saw them. Sure. And and the I, I the didn't call want... against uh, Tony was a good call. He, he was clearly in the neutral zone. I mean, what do you doubt about? Right. Oh, no, no doubt. It was a correct call. I uh, hey, Rams in, in the Ravens game. The guys getting for the Rams yeah. receiver held right there at the end zone. I mean, just held. Yeah, that's a mob scene. Yeah. yeah anyway, all right. We gotta get to a pause. All right, pal. Get to we get to hear from our fine sponsors. Let's frame it that way. Even better. Yeah. All right, <laughs> all right. Thank you, Spose. Uh, we do need to take a pause. It's already. 916 for crying out loud. It's just, it's, it really is. It's, we need to open every show on Monday with You Cannot Be Serious. John McEnroe. I mean, it's just talking about the, how bad it is. All right, listen, we got, uh, we talked about. Uh, you cannot be serious. Thank you. I mean, it's so true. I've got the division leaders and wild cards for both uh, NFL, and, I mean, NFC and AFC. And then the overall seeding as well uh, for the playoffs right now. Now we have everybody's got everybody after tonight. We'll have four games left. It's the home stretch, the final quarter. Stay with us right here, 1061 ESPN. I'm Big Al. You're listening to Sports Phone on 1061 ESPN. And the Cub, Alan the Cub, on the other side of the glass. We are here until 10 o'clock, just a mere 43 minutes till then. Where do the time go? Stay with us. Full swing, and we don't want anyone to forget. We have NFL coverage every Sunday afternoon, as well as every Dallas Cowboys broadcast. Here on your home for sports in the River City, 1061 ESPN Richmond. Some days I cover up. Go a little Charlie Brown there. Yes, I haven't seen it. You play as a little Charlie Brown. Thank you. 
Thank you, thank you. Yeah, somebody called in and let us uh, was letting us know that apparently you can see this on Apple TV now. Oh, okay. No longer ABC, unfortunately. Yeah, there you go. I didn't think it was on national TV anymore. Oh, well, we'll find it. Uh, let's get to Red Dog, who's been holding, I reckon. Red Dog, good morning. Thank you for calling in. You're up. What you got? Hey, buddy. I, I was going to talk Miami Dolphins a little bit, but, but to go back to your ESPO call a minute ago, uh, Baker May- Mayfield actually went to Texas Tech. Oh. And... And was playing with uh, who's the kid that my, was it Michael Brewer to transfer to Virginia Tech. They both were there. How about that? Good call, dog. And and, um, and just one other thing, and I'm, I'm not picking on him when he says he doesn't understand why anybody doesn't like the transfer port. And I'm sure it's good for the kids and stuff. Yeah. And when I say I don't like it, I will be the first to admit it is purely for selfish reasons. I do not like it. Mm-hmm. Is someone who's been a fan of BC basketball his whole life and got to see players develop mm-hmm. and really good ones over four years, that's gone, and yeah. and, and that's heartbreaking for me. Once again, purely selfish reasons. No, um, I, I didn't get a chance to, to tell him, but I, I agree because all of a sudden you're building your team and two guys leave, like in basketball, for example. All right, that's that's forty uh, percent of your starting lineup. Let's just use that as an example because it does happen that way. And you're like, oh, well, you know, this is just right. I, I don't like it. I think I, there's got to be some happy medium between sitting out a year and the portal. I would think. Well, and, and another thing because. And he's right to some degree, you know, when he says all oh, these kids that would have never got off the bench now they get a chance to play. <laughs> I'm sure that's I'm sure that's true to some degree. What you're really seeing is kids that were starting and being very successful at mid major, lower level schools, throwing their name in the portal to get into a power conference and get paid. That's what you're really seeing. <laughs> so I'm gonna move on to the Dolphins now. I go right ahead. Um, and I'm I'm not a Big NFL guy, but when I was when I was younger, I was a big fan of Shula and Marino. So their their success this year has sparked a little interest. I can't help but think they are the biggest smoke and mirror job in the world. <laughs> they are nine and three. They've only played three teams with a winning record, and they're zero and three against them, and didn't do terribly well in those three. Um, it, they, what Tennessee tonight is four and eight. Yeah, they play a losing Jets team next week. They actually they have five games left. Four of them are at home. Uh, they win the what they, Miami? Yeah, they, yeah, they, they got, got four, four games. Five. They're playing tonight, right? They're playing tonight. Then they have four after that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, I'm, but I'm, I'm counting tonight since it hasn't been played yet. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I tend to be funny that way. Um, so, four of the five. Or at home. Now, if they win against Tennessee and the Jets next week, they're going to clinch the division. And they'll have at least as good a record as Baltimore in the AFC. Yeah. Where the rubber hits the road, um, Miami finishes the season at home against the Cowboys on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. They go to Baltimore New Year's Eve. That Ooh. could very well be that could very well be for the top seat. Yeah, I'd say. And, and then they finish the season at home against Buffalo. And, and I would contend, okay, you know, they probably win these next two weeks, and they'll go into those three games already a division winner. Yeah. you got to go into the playoffs knowing you can at least beat somebody of value. I mean, it's, it, it, to me, it really is going to mean something. Those last three games, they really need to win at least two of the three just to, yeah. to show you their net worth. Yeah, there, there you go. Well put. Hey, again, Tennessee and the Jets at home. 
as you mentioned, then Dallas at home, three-game homestand. Uh, they will not win at Baltimore. They do get Buffalo at home and don't have to go up there. They already went to Buffalo on October 1st and got their butts waxed 48-20 to by the Bills up there. So, yeah, your point is, yeah, I mean, you've got a good point. You break it down, look at who they played. And uh, now Denver's playing, you know, 7-6 now, but at the time they were 0-2. And said they won, that was just an aberration there. The... Uh, yeah, you look at who they've beaten and who they've lost to, and it can lead to questions. I agree with you about that. And if they don't win two, as you mentioned, then you got to look at the situation and say uh, they're going to win, be one and done in the playoffs. Yeah, really. Either, regardless of how good their record is. All right. Well, I mean, that's all I really had. Well, right now, hold on, hold on, don't leave. Uh, if they right now. If they were to, well, end the season today, they would play uh, Indianapolis at home. All right, that's fine and dandy. Then you might get Kansas City at home. They've already Cle- lost Kansas City. Yeah, they already lost to Kansas City. Or they play Cleveland at home, maybe, depending on upsets. Uh, Pittsburgh. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing, because I didn't even realize Denver had a winning record. I just assumed they did. Um, so, basically, we're saying they're 1-3. So far against winning teams. You, when you throw, well, it could be the Colts, could be Cleveland or something. Basically, what you're throwing at me is teams with winning records. So the name really doesn't seem to matter at this point. If somebody's got a winning record, that seems to be a hell of an obstacle for them. <laughs> well, it was for the Bovine Cartel up until last night. I don't really count Seattle. They had lost a couple in a row, and they were 6-5 and five when they got there, and he got beat by six. Uh, they beat Seattle by six. So, um, yeah, Cowboys made a, you know, as they say in an overused cliche, they made a statement last night. Right now, they're the number two seed, and right now they're leading the NFC East. But their schedule, as I've mentioned before, is a little dicier uh, coming up the next two weeks. The cartel plays at Buffalo. It'll be 49 or 47 that day. Not so bad. Then they go to Miami. Now, as you mentioned on Christmas Eve, uh, Miami's got to win that game. Miami has to win that game. Uh, Dallas has to win it, too, to maintain the lead. Then they get Detroit at home, which they should win after the way the, the Lions laid eggs all over Soldier Field yesterday. Then they go to Washington. Yawn, yawn, yawn. Give me a break. Hey, let me ask something real quick. Yeah, um, go ahead. Because Miami's playing at Baltimore. And I remember last year because uh, when Robert DeBruce was there. He, yeah. Miami played at Baltimore last year. Yes, and they – so my question is, is that not kind of unusual for for someone not in your division? You you have to hit the road to play them two years in a row? Is that, that strikes me as something they wouldn't normally do. Well, you know, it, it, something like that. It, it, the Miami, it could be they play Baltimore. Uh, you, you know, you're going to play a different division every year. Uh, this year, I'm trying to see who their division is. New England, Buffalo, uh, they're playing the Jets, and they're playing – who's the other one in that division? Uh, no, they play them anyway. What am I talking about? Um, no. No, what, what happens is they, they could have played them last year in a situation where they both finish, what, second or first in their division? I can't remember. Did Baltimore win the, okay. the, the, uh, the South? North, I mean, and did Miami win the East last year? Well, Buffalo won the East. I know that much. Did um, Miami, Miami must have won the East then, because then you're going to play other first-place teams that you're not playing. This year, uh, they're playing Baltimore. 
Uh, they're not playing by us in that division. So, I'm thinking that's what they're doing. They're playing Baltimore because they both won last year. Last year, they probably played Baltimore's division. Go ahead. It's probably because Miami already had 14 freaking home games, and they had to make them go play somewhere. Um, (laughs) It just just seems like Miami had a ton of home games. Anyway, I got to go. Thanks for the time. Hey, thank you, Red Dog. You're going to play a division in, in your own conference. Um, every year you rotate, as you know, you rotate, you know, in, in, in an order. You, if you're in the east, you can play the south, the south, the north, and the west, and you rotate them however that's set up. Um, and so last year they may have played the uh, Miami East may have played the North last year. You can go back and look at the schedule because they're not playing Cleveland. They're not playing Cincinnati. They're not playing Pittsburgh. Miami's not playing any of those. So it, it, logically, to me, it breaks down. They're playing Baltimore because they both finished in the same spot in their division because you get you get two games where you because you know, you're playing a whole division. Just for example, say the East is playing the South. You play the whole South. Then against the North and the West, you're going to play the team that finished in the same position you did in their respective division. That's how it works. And as it did, so one will play ones, a two will play twos, three will play threes, four will play fours. And that's that makes for a little bit of a lighter schedule. Now with the seventeen games, you can play one game from the other, extra game from the other uh, conference. I know it's hard to picture uh, talking about it on the air, but you know, for you to listen, if you're listening with both ears, you'll understand what I'm saying. All right, let's take a pause. It's already nine thirty-three. Stay with us. It's Greeny, starting at ten o'clock after Sports Phone with Big Al on one zero six one ESPN, streaming live on the iHeartRadio app. We just come from. Uh, hold on, hold on. You don't know uh, national vacation. I, I actually don't know what it originated Na- from. I Christmas just, vacation, the uh, national influence Christmas now. I've heard it on like everything Christmas related since she well, made this song. <laughs> well, there you go. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, don't forget to holiday cheer and gear this afternoon, three to six. At the new Henrico Sports and Event Center, right off of 95, formerly, of course, the Virginia Center Commons area. Uh, Black and Joseph will be broadcasting live uh, together. They will in, uh, bring some new uh, sporting equipment to benefit the Salvation Army Christmas, Christmas assistance, uh, assistance program. <laughs> I'm in trouble with this one. Somebody drop off new basketballs, footballs, baseball gloves, anything sports-related, and help make the holiday a special one for families in need. I know uh, Greg Burton started that years ago, and there you have it. Uh, so they'll be out there together today. Um, I don't know if they're together, but they'll be broadcasting at least one after the other. I imagine they'll be together for a few minutes. They'll be together. So they're both doing three to six? They're doing uh, three to 530. Bob's got to do behind the web as well uh, for U of R. Uh-huh. And where is that held? That will be at World of Beer. That's right. World of, we'll World, be live. World of Beer. Um, Working double time today. Uh, maybe I'll go to that and have myself a a world of beer too. Stop at both sites. All right, we uh, we're gonna we've got what do we have left? Twenty minutes, and um, the, the division leaders. Dallas takes over the, the division lead uh, from Philadelphia. Uh, you say, well, why? Well, let's see if we can find out exactly why. 
Um, Dallas is four and one in the division. Philadelphia is three and one. Dallas and Philadelphia have now split head to head. Conference. Let's see. This can't be right. Remember, we had problems with this the other day. Dallas is not three and zero in the NFC. They've only got four games left. You play. You play a total of uh, what two, four, six division games. I don't. Let me just go back and look at Dallas's. I don't think they play three more division games. But hey, could I be wrong? Certainly. No, they only play one division game left. Dallas does. They have one. Look at Larry not calling right up an extra commercial break. Uh, yeah, so that three and zero is not right for Dallas in the conference. They have four and one in the division. Have one game left. Philadelphia plays the Giants twice, so they both should be five and one in the division. Uh, Philadelphia should end up with a better record because they have an easier schedule, but they better wake up quick. All right, Larry, we got there, Larry. I want to give a shout out to the Ram fans yesterday, VCU Ram fans. Yeah, they won um, big. Eh? It, yeah, big over at Alcorn State. Yeah, we went to the game, and um, I mean, I, I probably I wouldn't have gone, but my you know my kids love it, so they wanted to go, and there were sixty six sixty six hundred other. People that must have been extremely bored or just diehard Ram fans there, because I was shocked. How could you get 6,600 people in there on a rainy Sunday? It was uh, pretty impressive. Uh, they want to see a win? <laughs> um, it was a, uh, a dunk fest. Toby, Toby was a, um, jumping over people, dunking, Kawani. I don't know if you know Kawani Kawani, but Kawani was 0 for 26 from three-point range on the year, and he's a, he's a one in our starting lineup. And uh, he missed his first one, and then he made four in a row. It was it was like uh, it was it was amazing. It was really something. Well, I'm glad. Listen, well, everybody's glad they got a win. I mean, no question. Now, put this into perspective. I got something for you to think about here. Okay, Are you ready? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Alcorn yeah. State is one and nine. <laughs> okay, so you didn't really beat anybody yesterday. I pull for the Rams. I pull for the Spiders. Pull for the Rams. Pull for all the locals. But I mean, dog, you got to look up the facts before you call. Get a little grip. They uh, they uh, beat Miles College, which anybody that can tell me where that is wins a silver dollar from the Cub. Okay, all right. They lost. Badly to Arkansas. Xavier of Louisiana beat them. Uh, Arkansas State beat them by 14. UAB by three. Michigan State beat them 81-49. Texas Christian by 19. University of Texas Arlington, 13. Clemson won by 21. And Virginia Commonwealth won by, what, 28. So, yeah, it's a good win. But remember who you're playing there, numbs. Numbchucks. Hey, listen. One and I nine. Know, one I, and nine. I, 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 one know, and I, actually nine. <laughs> I actually didn't look at that, so I'm glad you did inform me on that because somebody just asked me how did I, how was Alcorn State, and I said they're not very good. But um, <laughs> hey, Miles College is in Fairfield, Alabama. Good call on that. I just uh, looked it up. There you go. You get a silver dollar. All right, the, uh, hey, uh, the Rams, hey, the Rams were only up by six and a half, by the way. Hold on, Al, you tried to ruin, peel my parade. No, what I do is Listen. I tell it like it is, Lawrence. 
<laughs> well, listen, the point of the, the reason for the excitement was there were 6,600 people that got out off their couch on NFL Sunday in the rain to go to VCU. I mean, just think, people like some people like you and Big Al over there, Big Al, and you guys don't get off if it's 80 degrees and you got a, and you got a limo to the game. <laughs> oh, no. If it was 80 and I had a limo, I'd be there, Lawrence. I was at Randolph-Macon Saturday for their game. He was at Randolph-Macon Saturday for that game. Boy, that was a, oh, yeah. that was a tough uh, one. Well, he, he, but that was a tailgate, Bob. He wouldn't have gone just to go watch You it. don't know him. You don't know what you're saying. <laughs> um, you don't know him. Have you ever yeah, met that, Alan? Have you ever talked about what he yeah, likes to do? And I, like love, to, yeah, yeah, so I, he, love, I like Alan's game. That me and him got off to a rocky start. Now we're, we're, all, we're good buds. Well, generally that's your fault if you get off to a rocky start. <laughs> Um, no, so yeah. Well, thanks for putting that to me. But I'm, t- but I do. Oh yeah, let me. One other piece of information. This probably never happened to a guy. Um, one of the players was from Nice, France, and uh, on Alcorn State, and that's where my mom's from. And I used to go there in the summers as a child. You went and, to uh, Nice, so France. Up. Yeah. So listen, lucky, I go lucky you. That's nice. I've been there once. That's nice. It's nice. Hey, so at halftime Spelled he's come out of the locker room. At halftime he's come out of the locker room. And you can imagine seeing me, a guy with glasses, a little on the porkly side, and waiting for this basketball player. And I just get in his face and I go, Are "You from Nice, France?" And I go, "So is my mom." And uh, he didn't show me a lot, lot, ton of excitement. I was actually hoping he'd hug me or something. But so I wanted to try to get in touch with this guy. But you know, yeah. that's a. a Small store, uh, what is it called? Small world. And yeah. um, you have somebody from your hometown there. Well, your mom's hometown. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe he looked at you and he, he thought, well, I mean, this guy's telling me his mom's from there. And he probably said to himself, Dillagaff. <laughs> What's Dillagaff? Can't say it on the air there, Lair. Uh, oh. <laughs> Thank, uh, you. Thank you, Alan. <laughs> What else you got? What well, else you got? I would like to. Yeah. I'd also like to react. Oh yeah, I'd like to give Coach Rhodes some credit. It was a big win he had against uh, Ohio State. He had a great win, and uh, Ace Baldwin hit the game winner. So nothing unusual there, but uh, good, good makeup, good win. Now, now uh, Penn State, he did his job for the year. They beat a big Ohio State team. So. Good for, good for Coach. Well, good. Good. Hey, he wanted. Hey, yeah, go ahead. Can I cut that out? Like Larry gave Coach Rhodes credit. I think you save it and we drop it every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. cut it out. Yeah, that, I mean that, that was an impressive win. Five point underdog at home against Ohio State. Probably had a big crowd there. I'd like to. I might. I have to look up the uh, yeah. attendance. We'll see. Why don't you do um, that? But yeah. That'll make that'll make the uh, Christmas holidays much more enjoyable than the Thanksgiving holidays for the coach. Um, and then I would like to knock out something with Patrick Mahomes. That that ref that's terrible. Listen, the guy was all sides, all right. But that's a warning. I don't know if you heard this in the telecast. They've called it eleven times this year. They called it twice last year and once the year before that. Um, it's basically a warning penalty, typically. I mean, they're trying to make it official this year where it, it, it is a penalty, but I agree with Patrick and uh, 
Andy yeah. Reid. That's yeah. garbage. I mean, can you believe that? No, yeah, I believe it. The guy committed a penalty and they called it. I mean, look at how many calls they don't make. I mean, come on there, Lair. I know, but that is, isn't that such a fluke, fluke-less penalty? It doesn't matter. It's a penalty. I mean, they missed so much. I'm glad they finally called They caught something. The refs are horrible. You've heard me say it 7,000 times. Well, They're horrible. they got to re- they got to reach up to be horrible. That's how bad they are. <laughs> they're, they're terrible. Um, they're my age, and they're fat, half of them. Yeah, well, am yeah, I wrong? But, am I wrong? Ruffing's tough. Ruff, have a tough gig, though. Right. A tough job. Larry, time's up, um, buddy. Ruff. Time, the, time is oh, up. I got one no, you know, save say. it for another day. We got to go. You don't seem to understand that. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Larry doesn't seem to understand when I say we got to go. No, no, one more. It's always no, one, one more thing. Larry. I think I think Mahomes and Reed were whining and crying personally. It was a penalty. The guy's foot was where the ball was. Don't get mad, Patrick Mahomes. Maybe we'll start calling him Patty. P A T T Y. What do you think? I always call him Patty. <laughs> Patty. Oh, you got beat because of a penalty. It happens. You think it's ever helped you guys win a game there, Patty? I think it has. You know, I mean, come on, get real. It was a penalty. The guy's foot was right where the ball was. He was past the neutral zone. He was offside. He wasn't in the DMV. <laughs> oh, well. You got to call AC. Right, right now, Baltimore, pending the Miami game, will be um, will be the uh, the number one seed right now. Baltimore-Miami played, like he said, last year Baltimore-Miami played, Miami rallied to win. It's going to be a little tougher this year up there, the next last game of the season, and the cold and potential bad weather, and Baltimore's better. That's that. Baltimore's a better team than Miami. Uh, Jacksonville is third. Kansas City right now is fourth. From what I see, Kansas City is fourth. And that's Unless that's a typo, that's the way it's reading right now. So, read them and weep, as they say. And your playoff games teams right now, there are five teams that are two, four, five, six teams in the AFC that are seven and six. Cleveland's eight and five, the first wild card. Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, and you got four more at seven and six. Behind them, Houston, Denver, Cincy, Buff. All right, take a pause. It's 951. Stay with us. We just head to our website and to our This Week on 1061 ESPN Richmond page for a preview of what's to come on 1061 ESPN. Mistletoe. How'd that ever become a Christmas thing? Uh, Kiss on the mistletoe. How'd that ever happen? Who knows? Once uh, again, how did we make it this far as a civilization? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. It's a good song. Right, we're about ready to wrap up here, I believe. For, that's, that's where we stand uh, at 9.55. And... Um, I'm trying to find the NFC playoffs. I got the AFC here. 
the way it's situated. Like I said, Baltimore has a half game leader for Miami. Miami may tie that up, and Miami, I think, will have the the tiebreaker. But uh, they got they square off uh, with each other, and uh, that'll be in Baltimore. And as I, th- I said earlier, uh, Baltimore will play them on New Year's Eve at home. Miami went up there last year, and this year it just seems to be a game where they um, finish the same spot last year, and then you got to play, like I say, ones play ones, twos play twos, three threes, and fours fours. We know that, and that's the way it goes. You know, it, uh, it was a little unfriendly last night between uh, Philadelphia and the Cowboys. How much of that did you watch? I watched uh, at least all the way until the two-minute warning of the fourth quarter. Oh, did you? Oh, man. Wrapped up by then, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it's it was uh, it was a game. I mean, it was a good game for a little while, but they Dallas controlled it, and that was that, and that's the end of that. So take it from there. Take it from from that was it. And. Uh, we are wrapping up now. We've had a lot of football talk today. We talked a little bit about Otani and his $700 million for for 10 years, $70 million a year. <laughs> I mean, that is – I don't know what you think about that. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit more. There's some other players out there that uh, will, will get money. I don't think anybody else will get money like – at all like Otani got – so we we shall see. There are players available that uh, are free agents, and uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how it breaks out. How much the owners, who at times it has seemed and appeared that they were colluding, and see what they had to say about the rest of the free agents for this year, who they're going to sign with. Um. In the, how about somebody like Cody Bellinger for the Giants? Where is he going to go? There's a lot of teams that need a power uh, bat from the left side, so yeah. the market's still open for him. I think they just wanted to wait and see what happened with Soto. Yeah, yeah I think that was the thing. That's what cracked it open, so to speak. And that's how it's going to – I mean, because of uh, now that he's signed, Otani is signed, now the other ones will fall in line behind him. Everybody knew that he would be the highest-paid free agent – uh, on the market, and he was, and he is, and no one will pass him. But now the market, as they say, the market is now set. And we'll take it from there. All right, we're out of time. Bowl games begin on Saturday. Heisman Trophy winner yesterday. Uh, Army Navy, Army beat Navy was a seventeen to eleven on Saturday, and we're out of time. Alan, thank you for your work and help on the other side of the glass. The old uh, Cub busy there. Thank you for all your Christmas music and everything. No problem. Uh, I want to thank all those that have called and listened. Appreciate that. Would not be here without the callers and listeners. Guys, spread it around. Everybody know we're here at 8 in the morning. Uh, we thank you for tuning in. We thank you all for calling. And obviously, we want to thank all of the um, all of our sponsors. We would not be here without our sponsors. If you have a need for one of the pro- products or services, tell them you heard it here. Right here on Sports with Big Al or on ESPN. They will help you. I promise you that. Thanks for tuning in. Back tomorrow morning. King at 7. We're back at 8. Thanks for listening. Your home for.